0: Hey everyone, welcome to Gilmore Gals. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co hosts and friends, Jaina and Anusha. Um, in today's episode, we'll be starting our character journey series. And today we will be focusing on kind of a divisive character, I would say, um, and that is Rory Gilmore. Um, we'll be going through each season of the series um, in today's episode, including the revival. And we will discuss how Rory has changed over time in terms of her character. Um, But yeah, before we start, uh, Jaina and Anusha, I wanted to ask you guys, overall, how do you feel about Rory and, like, her character?
1: I feel like Rory's character just, you know, kind of got worse and worse as the seasons progressed. Um, You kind of see her privilege kind of blatantly obvious as the later seasons go on, but we'll talk about that later.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would kind of somewhat agree with um, Nisha. um you can definitely see her character changing and not in a good way. Um so there is um a lot to kind of dislike about her at the pretty much the, like end of the series, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like all the things that happened in her life and all the circumstances really do change her. And will definitely take you through that journey. Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. I agree with you guys. Um, and we discussed this a little bit in our first podcast episode, but I remember when I first started watching the series, I actually looked up to Rory quite a bit, and I always felt like I had a lot in common with her um I, however as you guys have said like as the series went on the more like disappointed I became with her um which we will get to in more detail um and I feel like the revival especially was kind of like the nail in the coffin for her character in my opinion sure.
1: Oh yeah, that was a big mess.
0: <laughs> I know oh my god I was so mad about that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so before we dive into our discussion we're just going to take a quick break And we're back. Um, So, Jaina, do you want to start us off by walking us through Rory's character in seasons one through three?
2: Yeah, so um, starting with season one, as we've kind of talked about in our recap sessions, if you guys have been listening, um, you know, you kind of see Rory as a very shy, kind of timid person. She's very much to herself and Um, Her only friends are really just Lane and her mom, which is pretty much her, like, best friend. And um, she's just very much into, like, books and, like, reading. And that's really all she cares about. So she has um, such a nice, sweet personality. Um, She really doesn't bother to, like, um, go to, like, parties or do anything that, like, teenage girls really would do. Um, she's just like to herself and she's very happy with that you know she um, you can kind of see that and then within the season itself you know she starts um, creating feelings for a boy named Dean and um, they eventually become like boyfriend girlfriend they're in a relationship and you kind of see the dynamic in there too Um, I feel like overall scene one you really see Rory as someone like Krishna just mentioned like some one that you would kind of look up to because she's just so nice and poised and very like polite and it it's um, it's kind of refreshing to see that especially with her um, and then when you get into season two stuff kind of starts um, changing a little because of the whole Dean and Jess situation and that's when I feel like most of the time people start to hate Rory because of what she did um, with that. So with season one, is there anything else you guys want to add before I get into season two? Yeah. Uh, I felt
0: like um, with season one, as I mentioned earlier, I felt like she was a lot more relatable um, in the early seasons, especially with how you know she was a lot like you mentioned Jaina she was very different from other like teenage girl characters that we saw back in the day like with these shows airing um because she liked to read and write and she was very studious and um she had like a particular goal in mind that she wanted to become a journalist so that was her main like driving force so um I really related to her a lot back then um and I feel like she was like a very uh like, strong role model for a lot of girls back then when the show was airing.
1: Yeah, I agree with Krishma. I feel like in season one, she, you know, she was the super studious. You know, she she's nice to everybody she talked to and very likable character. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah so when we get into season two we kind of see um a few different sides of her um she starts to grow with all the people that she's in school with like um paris and uh like tristan and other people and max medina um and everything in that environment as well as her grandparents so you could see like her growing um her relationship and herself with all of those people that are involved with her. And you kind of see her um, kind of going outside of her box and she's no longer as timid as she was before. She's able to kind of like, um, you know, fight for herself. Well, she wasn't able to do that in season one, I felt like. She was able to, in season two, where she knew, like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to get to it. And I'm not going to let anyone, like, be in the way. Mm-hmm. And she did that very politely. She wasn't, like, a you know wreck when she did that. But um, she really was able to, like, hold her own in that. And I love that about her. And um, in that season, you really get to see the relationship she has with Dean especially um and how she kind of juggles that with school and like her best friend Lane and her grandparents. So within that season it's kind of a little bit similar to season 1 where you kind of see like timid nice girl part and you're you know still thinking like wow she's such a role model she's so nice um you know but then you also kind of see her like kind of bad side almost at the end of it because that's when you see uh, Jess come into the play um, and Jess is someone that um, is new to Stars Hollow and she kind of falls for him like right off the bat you know the first time they meet there's a subtle connection and she really can't do anything about it like That's when you start to see the bad side of her where you're like, oh, shoot, you know, she's going to be with Dean while she's actually almost in love with Jess. So that, you know, that's where you see like, oh, my goodness, like, I didn't expect expect this from this character sort of thing. Um, That's all I can say about season two. Is there anything else you guys can think of?
0: yeah i feel like with the introduction to jess that's when we could really start to see the shift in rory like you said um and i i think it was at the end of season two didn't she also um kiss jess at this wedding or was that season
2: three that was i think beginning of season three i think um at season two she was like saying goodbye on the bus ride to New York
0: right okay yeah, yeah I was gonna say because I remember there was like kind of a pivotal moment and I couldn't remember if it was the kiss or the bus but yeah I think um those particular things like stood out in my mind as being um something that sort of changed uh Rory not necessarily her um her personality but just like how she approached situations in the future yeah yeah
2: definitely and um, another thing is that her relationship with her father, Christopher, kind of also changes. So Christopher like comes into play um, a little bit in season one. Then he comes in like season two when um, she really does get to know him, and she's really enjoying like having his company and everything. Um, and I think that's around the t- time when. Is that when Lorelai tries to trust him, but then Sherry gets pregnant, or is that in season three?
1: I think so, yeah. Because Christopher, it was during the wedding that Christopher told Lorelai that Sherry was pregnant. I think yeah. the same wedding that Rory gets just, I think
2: right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like all of those things like really do change her and like her personality and how she like, like Christmas said, like makes decisions for herself. Um, but, yeah, so that's season one and two. And then when you get into season three, that's when, um, you know, it's her senior year. And she really hasn't heard much from Jess because he, I think, is in, like, California. Or, like, he's pretty much, like, not connected with her at this point um, after the whole, like, kiss debacle and everything. Um, and she's just, like, really focused on figuring out where we're going to go to school and all of that, and she's also, like, figuring out what just happened with Dean, which I think she, like, jumps back really quickly from that, and I honestly, like, didn't like that about her, that she, like, jumped back really quickly, <laughs> because I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, you literally just, like, led this one person on for months and months, and then you just kind of don't even care that much enough to cry about it a little, I don't know mm-hmm. you right that's that's how I felt. <laughs>
0: yeah because I remember she wallowed slightly about Dean, but not for very long.
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so that I didn't like that much um about that part, part but overall within season three um that's when she gets into the relationship with Jess fully. So he, like, comes back at some, like, dance or something that they are hosting in Stars Hollow. And then then Dean mentions, like, you know what? Like, I'm done. I'm done with this. You can, you know, do whatever it is that you want in your life. And she kind of understands what Dean means by that because Jess is sitting right there. And eventually, like, Jess and Rory start to become girlfriend and boyfriend but I feel like that whole thing definitely changes her just from like the way that it was all handled like she was never being truthful to herself to others um and I feel like back in season one like she wasn't like that or I wouldn't have expected her to kind of do that and the shift itself was just, like, very dramatic dramatic for me, at least, because I just thought that she was one of those people that wouldn't ever lead someone on or do something, like, like that ever, because it was months and months, and this whole thing, like, dragged. And you can actually, like, feel bad for Dean, the character, that, you know, this is happening to him, and you're just sitting there, and you can't do anything about it. And Rory's not doing anything about it. And people around her know it too and i don't know if like i don't know it just felt a little weird but you kind of see her still like very focused on school she gets into yale and then at the end you very much see like a different dynamic with her mom and her grandparents too because i think at that point she rory knows that she got into yale um And the only reason that they did Friday night dinners was because Rory's mom needed money for Chilton. Now it came to the point where Rory needs money for Yale. So, you know, she is just going to go to her grandparents and ask for that money and kind of, like, I don't want to say backstabs her mom, but, like, doesn't tell her about it. And she, like, her mom feels really bad about that. So I feel like the whole, like, dynamic between her mom and the grandparents and everything kind of like that kind of sets the stage for the upcoming seasons really of how the grandparents come into play with Rory's life and how her character really does change because of that and like how Anusha had mentioned in the beginning you now start to see after the season I feel like her privileged Life because of some, maybe some of the decisions that she had to make within season at the end of season three. Um, that's all I can remember, unless you guys have anything else.
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention, I think that's a really interesting observation the fact that her um, dynamic shifted with her mom and with her grandparents. Um, because I also remember from that season when she was deciding on which college um that she wanted to attend because uh, i believe she also got into harvard yep. and throughout her entire life she's always wanted to go there and then of course when richard like sort of kind of like ambushed her into like having an interview with the headmaster at yale and Definitely. um persuaded her that like oh because richard also went to yale so he was like yes i had a great time it was life changing for me you should consider it um she like really started to like change her mind in that Um and yes ultimately it was her decision but I do think it's kind of significant that she went and decided to go to the route of going to Yale versus going to Harvard which she dreamed of
2: mm-hmm. and which was Lorelei's dream of course as mm-hmm. well right
1: yeah. yeah I thought that was so interesting too and I think it's because Lori looked up to Richard so much, and I think she just wanted to um, follow in her grandpa's footsteps a bit because her and her grandpa are, like, very similar in that they both love to read, and I think she just wanted to be where her grandpa was.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel like up until that point, you know, she really wanted to do and be what Lorelai was going to be. But then mm-hmm. it definitely changed, like, it shifted when she was like, oh, I'm going to please my grandparents almost, then please my mother sort of thing. Not that I'm saying she needs to please anyone, but it kind of, like, changed um, dramatically, I feel like, after the season, for sure.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, definitely. It seemed like Rory just didn't, doesn't seem to... Be able to make decisions on her own. It seems like everyone else is kind of influencing her choices. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I have for season one, two, three. I'm going to throw it to Krishma for the next few seasons.
0: Yeah. So um, for seasons four through six, this is where things start to go downhill for Rory. So <laughs> I have a lot of notes here. <laughs> Lots of stuff to cover for her. Um, So let's start off with season four. Um, So Rory starts her journey at Yale. So this is the season where um, she starts off, she goes to college. Um, And like many of us before starting college and living away from home for the first time, she was both nervous yet excited about it. Um, And she also discovers that Paris is her roommate. Um, So that was fun. Um, And right after moving in, Rory got extremely homesick. And she asked Lorelai to stay with her in her residence hall for the first night. Um, And because Lorelai was staying there, Lorelai helped Rory to like make some new friends and acquaintances with her hallmates, Um, which I always thought was interesting because it's, it is both sweet that like Rory feels close enough to her mom to ask her to like stay there for a night or two, but it kind of also showed how sheltered she was her entire life. And, Um, how much difficulty she has with that, with making friends Um, because she kind of did need to rely on Lorelai at that point. Um, And in terms of her love life um, at the beginning of season four, Rory had broken up with Jess um, and she was also awkwardly invited to Dean's wedding And um, she doesn't, like, officially attend it, but she's, like, creepily standing, like, at a distance watching them come out of the church, like, after the ceremony, Um, which also foreshadows something later on that I'll mention. But, um, yeah, anyway, so Rory tries her hand at, like, dating people at Yale, um, but nothing really, like, seems to pan out from it. And um, also, Jess randomly decides to come back to Stars Hollow at one point and he also confesses his feelings for rory and asks her to like run away with him so like (laughs) it got pretty intense there but rory tells him that she can't do that she can't leave her life at yale um and then in terms of academics so even though rory seems to be doing well at the yale daily news which is um yale's newspaper um she like writes scathing reviews about like a ballerina and um she she's doing pretty well in terms of that but she isn't doing so well her freshman year with balancing her classes because she is taking a lot um and even one of her professors recommends that she drops a class after she gets a d on one of her papers and rory of course becomes very distraught by this because she's so used to receiving you know perfect grades on everything Um, And she becomes, like, very upset about it, which also foreshadows something that I will get to later on. Um, But she ends up venting to Dean about this. Um, And also a couple episodes later, Rory ends up um, sort of, like, smack-talking Lindsay, who is Dean's wife at the time. So Rory ends up smack-talking Lindsay to Lane without realizing that Lindsay was, like, overhearing everything. And um, Lindsay actually asked Dean that he stop speaking to Rory completely but of course he doesn't listen and here is the thing that a lot of people get very mad about at the end of season four and is that eventually Rory ends up sleeping with Dean while he's still married to Lindsay at the end Um. so yeah lots of things going on in season four um, how did you guys feel about Rory in the season and also about the fact that she kept gravitating towards Dean even though he's married to Lindsay at this point
1: this was one thing I was very um, disappointed in Rory for you know I was not a fan of Rory during the season <laughs> no, I think. One. Oh, go ahead no go ahead
2: I think when I was watching it for the first time, so I was pretty young. Um, So I was just very much influenced by, oh, young love, you know, that's so cute sort of thing. Um, When I rewatched it the second time, I definitely was like, oh my gosh, she did that? Like, why? Like, what in the right mind? Like, she wasn't thinking at all. She... You know, she was literally just, like, tearing up a marriage. She, like, was not thinking about any of the circumstances, what would happen, like, how things would be afterwards. Nothing. Like, I feel like back in season one, she was very much like, hey, I'm going to have my, like, pro-com list. I'm going to think things through. But this was just, like, I'm just going to go for it. And I'm not even going to think about any of the, like, circumstances that come with it. Which was... So not Rory and I feel like Lorelai even said that to Rory at one point you know like this is not you like you need to figure yourself out like you're grown up I'm not gonna like tell you what's right from wrong but you need to like figure your stuff out whatever it is
0: yeah definitely I agree with you guys I think even though, of course, it was primarily Dean's like fault and responsibility because he was the one that's married and he was the one who cheated on Lindsay. At the same time, it was, it was very disappointing to see Rory take part in it because, as Gina had mentioned, it was very out of character for her. Um, and I actually remember seeing an interview with Alexis Bledel, um, who's the actress who plays Rory, and she even said that when she got the script for season four, she was pretty shocked by it. Um, and she was saying how the writers tried to balance out Rory because up until this point, her character was like seemingly perfect. Um, But what ended up happening was the writers kind of overcorrected by making her do something way out of character. Um, So yeah, it was interesting yet disappointing to see that play out. Um, And then for season five, um, so Rory and Lorelai's relationship is a little bit rocky at the start because um, as Jaina had mentioned earlier, is pretty disappointed at Rory for sleeping with Dean. And um, Lindsay also finds out about what happened and she kicks Dean out of their house. And Rory and Dean, of course, continue their relationship in secret. Um, but aside from that, Rory mainly comes out of the experience doing fine. Um, she doesn't really have any consequences for that. Um, and she also ends up meeting Logan this season, who's a rich student who also goes to Yale. Um, and his family also knows uh, her grandparents. And she ends up becoming closer to him because uh, she's covering a story for the Yale Daily News about the Life, life and Death Brigade, which is a secret uh, Yale society that Logan's a part of. And Logan even invites Rory to participate with them when they do this stunt that involves jumping off a high platform. And um, basically what ends up happening is she gets closer to Logan and also Dean breaks up with Rory when he realizes that he no longer fits into her life, um, particularly with her grandparents' lifestyle and everything. And Logan, of course, is there to comfort her. Um, And also they do start their own relationship, Logan and Rory. Um, And it starts off when... It, be, it does start off a little bit rocky because Logan assumes that he's casually dating Rory while Rory wanted a more exclusive relationship. Um, and she asked Logan that they should just be friends because at that point she was kind of like disappointed. But then Logan surprisingly tells Rory that they should be exclusive. Um, so they end up being exclusive. They have their relationship in season five and thanks to nepotism rory gets an internship at logan's dad's company so of (laughs) course um so again lending to that privilege that um anusha had pointed out earlier um and rory starts working there for about a week um and she is excellent at being an intern um however logan's dad mitchum who runs the company actually gives her like a random performance review and he tells rory that he doesn't think she has what it takes to become a journalist and uh keep in mind up until this point mitchum has only seen rory do like assistant and administrative tasks like he has not seen her writing um and she's only worked there for about a week um yet despite this rory gets extremely upset over this review and basically her coping mechanism at this point is that she ends up stealing a boat with Logan. <laughs> this is how she copes with it. Um, and right when it can't get any worse, Rory tells Lorelai that she will not be returning to Yale. And not only that, but she will be living with Emily and Richard in their pool house. So yeah, that is just a giant mess and everything becomes a train wreck. <laughs> um, But, yeah, what do you guys think of Rory in this season and about this, like, sequence of events and how Rory reacted to Mitchum's, like, performance review?
1: Yeah, I just think Rory has never learned how to deal with um, shortcomings. I think because she's, you know, kind of known for being the best at everything, one little setback and... um, she feels like it's the end of the world for her like when she got that bad grade on the paper or which I'm telling her she doesn't have it you know instead of like trying harder and um, proving people wrong she just has an overreaction to it and does something completely drastic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah I I feel the same I mean I feel like She's always been handed something to her in her life, whether it be Lorelai giving it to her or her grandparents. Um, She's always, like, gotten whatever it is that she wanted. Um, And that comes in, like, relationships as well. Like, when she wanted Jess instead of Dean, she got Jess. And when she had Jess—I mean, then when she had um, Dean, and she figured out, like, oh, hey, there's another guy on the block, and I want him— she got that too. Um, so whether it comes to her, like relationships or anything that comes to her like career or like schoolwork, I feel like she's always gotten exactly what she wants. So anytime there's a setback or something doesn't happen the way that she wants it to happen, she has no idea how to cope with it. There's like zero coping mechanism inside of her. I feel like at this point and This is the one season that I honestly hated watching. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I got just so sad at the fact that all of this happened. And I didn't understand why. Like, why would you just throw everything away? Like, she actually worked hard to get into Yale itself she got into Yale, you know, she got this great internship. Yes, yeah, someone said something bad. Like, they didn't give you a good enough reveal. Like she should have just like gotten up and like just turned it around for herself, but she didn't. She, like Krishna said, you know, she did like the worst possible things. And I honestly like hate her for, I feel like I hate her at this point more than I did what she actually like slept with Dean while he was married. Like that to me was like okay then like her stealing a vote for no apparent reason getting arrested and then like telling her mom that she doesn't want to go to yale anymore and she kind of just like leaves her to then like go to her grandparents and her grandparents like take her side it's this like whole mess and I i couldn't handle it in my opinion
0: <laughs> yeah oh my god same here like I feel like seasons, like, five onwards are when I really start to get frustrated with Rory um, for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. And while, yes, of course, Mitchum didn't, like, take everything into account when he was, like, giving Rory his opinion, um, I feel like Rory really reacted very poorly to everything and... I do think that there is kind of a grain of truth to what Mitchum had said, though, because after seeing Rory take these, like, extreme actions, like stealing a boat and dropping out of Yale after just one critique from someone, she probably has a lot of room to grow as a journalist and also as an adult, because you really have to learn how to take criticism. Even if it's unwarranted or untrue, you have to learn how to cope with it and how to grow, as you guys had mentioned. So yeah, and it's very out of character for her to act so impulsively. Um, like what Jaina had mentioned earlier, she is known for making those like pro con lists and like really thinking everything through. So for her to like do a complete one hundred and eighty, it was very strange to see um so then we get to season six and Rory is sentenced to 300 hours of community service (laughs) for stealing a boat um and um it's interesting too because her court date is on June 3rd which is the same day that Lorelai and Luke were supposed to I believe were supposed to get married so very telling right there and um Rory and Lorelai at this point are estranged from each other, so they are not talking for the majority of this season. And Rory takes a job working for the DAR, which is a society that Emily is a part of. Um, And in this season, Rory is closer to Logan and Emily than she is to Lorelai, which is extremely strange and something that we hadn't seen prior to this point. Um, And Rory sort of becomes a spy for Emily to give her gossip and to throw, like, D.A.R. parties and everything. And Rory takes these, like, trips with Logan and goes to parties with him and, like, lives this extravagant life and lives in her grandparents' pool house. Um, And one of the best parts of this awful season happens, in my opinion, and that's when Jess comes into town for an episode. And he actually comes into town to catch up with Rory. And at this point, Jess has written a book, and he's done pretty well for himself, too. Um, and he observes, like, Rory's life, and he gets to meet Logan, and she tells him about everything. And he's pretty upset with Rory's life and how she threw everything away, um, how she threw Gail away and everything like that. And she's with someone like Logan, and she's working for the DAR, and he pretty much gives her a much-needed reality check. Um so after that reality check from Jess, thankfully, Rory does decide to return to Yale and she becomes the new editor in chief um, of the Yale Daily News after the staff is fed up with Paris. So um, <laughs> she kind of does like a little bit of a 180 there, which is good. Um, but Rory does continue to date Logan and even ends up moving in with him um, and one of my least favorite episodes of season six is when Rory and Logan actually invite Luke and Lorelai on a trip to Martha's Vineyard and Rory surprises Luke and Lorelai um, because it's revealed that like now all of a sudden she loves to cook and exercise which again (laughs) super out of character for her Um, and from that point on Rory and Logan also hit a little bit of a rough patch Um, but Rory finds out that Logan had actually slept with all of his sister's friends during the recent breakup um, and Rory does forgive Logan but she's still clearly bothered by it um, so that's where we leave Rory off in season six um, so what were your guys' thoughts on Rory this season
1: I feel like season six especially I was literally shaking my head the entire like time I was watching season six because just because Rory just basically threw her entire life, her hard work, what she aimed for, what she worked her whole, practically her whole life, or she just threw it all away. And, you know, she's just kind of going through the most, like, she just basically gave up. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, This season, I feel like. In the beginning, yeah, she definitely, like, threw everything away. She definitely wasn't herself, like, joining the D.A.R., living with her grandparents, um, kind of just going to all these, like, extravagant parties and drinking, not really doing anything at all. Like, she literally had no purpose in life. Um, She didn't know where she was headed, and that's very much out of character for her. Um, While this all was going on... What I really felt bad about was Lorelai was also going through a lot, and Rory didn't care at all. Um, like her relation, like Lorelai's relationship with uh, Luke at the time, um, kind of was having like its ups and downs and all of that. And throughout this whole time, like Rory wasn't there for her, while her mom was always trying to like be there for Rory. Um, Even though, you know, they weren't in, like, the best place. Lorelai always had, like, Rory in her mind. And, yeah, Rory did have Lorelai in her mind some of the times. It felt like the relationship itself had definitely shifted where Lorelai, like, wanted wanted to keep the relationship more than Rory really did. Um, And I really hated her for that because the whole entire, like, show and the entire, like, series the only reason why I like was happy and I watched it because of the like family dynamic and like the mother-daughter dynamic especially and that was pretty much broken um when this whole entire thing happened so I kind of felt really like bad about that and I was very much disappointed with Rory for doing that um and then the whole thing where Kirshma had mentioned like when Jess like came and like finally she came to her senses like hey I need to go back to school it's kind of like happy like thank god like you know something changed in her like you know um but all in all I was happy towards the end but because she like went back to school and she kind of figured out what she wanted so it was still kind of sad for her because she was kind of living a life that she didn't like herself like i don't think she liked herself being with logan even though she knew that he had cheated on so many people and stuff she was kind of just like going through the motions and she didn't really care or she was just like going with the flow and that's not rory she's not a go with the flow type of girl (laughs) yeah um And, like, even though, like, I can understand, like,
0: when we become adults, of course, we're not the same as we were when we were 16. Um, But I feel like the writers did such a 180 with her character to the point where, like, I didn't even recognize her anymore. And I was, like, I I felt like I was watching a different show because, again, Mm -hmm. most of the season, Rory and Lorelai are not speaking. So it seemed more like Emily and Richard were Rory's parents and Lorelai was like doing a separate show at that point. Um, so it was really sad to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now Anusha, do you want to walk us through season seven through the revival? Sure.
1: So um, season seven is when um, after getting that wake up call from Jess, she decides to go uh, enroll roll back into Yale. And she makes up with Lorelai and moves back in with her. And um, we pick up season seven uh, with um, Lorelai and Christopher actually got married in Paris and probably get to that much later. (laughs) And um, when Lorelai was telling Rory uh, about it, when Rory finds out, she was very angry and she starts yelling at Lorelai, basically. But what I found interesting was that Every time Lorelai would comment on Rory's love life, Rory would just say, you know, it's, you don't understand, it's none of your business, you know. And then Rory was just basically yelled at Lorelai for getting married and not telling her and stuff. And then um, also she just act, acts like a complete brat with um, Emily and Richard. I feel like she got more sassier in season seven (laughs) she just was very unappreciative of you know everything that emily and richard did for her when she dropped out of yale and even with the friday night dinners she just was not appreciative of it and then um also her uh, what i was actually reading this article in season um in season image seven, she makes these two new friends. Um, Mad- uh, they're kind of like Rory's own Madeline and Louise, kind of parallel. I was the article kind of mentioned that I was I was reading that a while back, which I found really interesting. Uh, Olivia and Lucy, right. And um, one of her friends, Lucy, she was dating this guy named Marty, who was actually the um naked hallway guy (laughs) and um, when Rory uh, when they they met up back again who she hasn't talked to Marty in like forever and when they um, met up again Marty just acted like he didn't know her and then Rory kind of went with it I felt like that was a little immature of Rory to um, she completely lied to her best friend basically and logan and she kind of forced logan to kind of go along with the story um did you guys think of what did you guys think of rory kind of like going along with this story of oh i just met marty and making logan go along with it
0: yeah i thought it was kind of weird um and i was weird it was kind of weird too that like marty was the one who like suggested it like oh Oh, I've like never met you before, Rory. Hello. <laughs> like, it it was just so strange. Um, and I I do feel like it was a little dishonest. Um, and I do remember like uh, they did eventually find out, and like, uh, was it Olivia or Lucy who Lucy, right? Who it was going Lucy. out with her? Yeah, mm-hmm. Lucy was like pretty pissed after she found out about it. So, I think it was kind of strange for Rory to like go along with it.
1: Yeah, especially since Lucy, uh, she considers Lucy as one of her best friends from Yale. I feel like she should have been honest with her. Right. Wow.
2: Yeah. I felt like the whole thing was almost unnecessary. Like, I didn't understand why that part was even... <laughs> right. Like, I was like, why? why are you guys trying to make some, like, drama? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe the
0: fact that, like, so they did like switch writers, um, because Amy Sherman Palladino was no longer working for Gilmore Girls and writing it, so that might be mm-hmm. why, like, season seven is just like a different world.
1: <laughs> I know, so um, Rory is still dating Logan, and um, they're ha- they currently have a long distance relationship in season seven because Logan got a job in London, and um. Uh, what rory when Rory's graduating, Logan um asks her to move to California with him for his job, and at her graduation party, he asks her to marry him and I think Rory was just very taken aback by it, and she she eventually like turns him down and because she wants to focus on her um, her career. put that in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so she, um, her and Logan break up and um, we find out that she uh, was offered the opportunity to become a reporter for, uh, as a journalist to cover a presidential campaign for um, Barack Obama at the time. And, um, and she was telling um, Richard, Emily and Lorelai about it at one of their Friday night dinners. And um, they're all saying, oh, you're going to get it, don't worry. And I think that's a kind of feeding into, oh, like, that she's going to get anything that she wants and that she didn't have to work for it, basically. And she, she got it because apparently another, the other reporter who was doing it dropped out and she was offered the job by a person she met at one of Logan's parties that, that she organized. and then um that was kind of where the season ends when she was um leaving for that campaign job and uh we pick up the revival and she's i was not a fan of her in the well before we start to the revival what, what were you guys thoughts on season seven
0: it's interesting because i really did not like season seven um, Not just like for Rory, but like in general with the writer switch, I felt like it seemed kind of like a different show. So to be honest, I've only seen season seven through one time, um, which is strange because I've seen the rest of the series like 20 times at this point. But that season I just have seen once. Um, So, yeah, I think at the beginning, again, I felt like Rory's character was a little bit off, um, but I was happy for her that she did. Get the job to be um, following Obama on his campaign, because that is actually like what she really wanted to do from the start of the series was to pursue her career in journalism and um, go out on the trail and like actually do reporting work. Um, So I was very happy for her at the end of the series, um so it it kind of like made almost made up for the fact of like what she had done earlier um in season 7. <laughs> so yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, I guess I would kind of feel the same way. Um the ending was great. The entire season itself was almost I felt like they were writing to write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I was happy with the decision she made was actually, you know, finding a really great job and actually, like, going for it. Um, I was slightly, I guess, disappointed in her character for not trying to even make it work with Logan because I feel like their relationship, yeah, it had, like, its ups and downs. But at that point, it felt like it was almost kind of, like, it was solid. Um, They were at a good point in their lives. Uh, I don't know. It... I don't know what they could have done to kind of change that, but I felt like I don't know, something should have happened <laughs> <The> better <laughs> than what happened.
1: Yeah, for sure. It definitely felt like a whole nother show watching season 7. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh we get into uh The Year in the Life Revival and uh Rory just got even worse. <laughs> <laughs> so she's basically cheating on her boyfriend with Logan who is cheating on his fiance, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole situation is just a giant mess. And and her poor boyfriend actually felt so bad for him. Poor Paul.
0: Yeah, we talked about Paul um, in the episode. If you guys have not listened yet, um, Team Dean, Jess, and Logan, uh, we did mention Paul in that one and we analyzed him. So <laughs> check that out if you haven't already. Okay, sorry, Nusha. No, no, no you're <laughs> <Fun>. fine. <laughs>
2: Oh, little plug. Yeah. Honestly, kudos to you for remembering his name because I was just like having a brain fart because I didn't even <laughs> know.
0: You're not the only one. You're not the only one.
1: Rory forgot his name, and she's actually his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> and she forgot him too.
1: Yeah. And every every single time she, every time he pops up, she'd be like, "Oh, I forgot to break up with him." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's,
1: just, it's just a whole mess. Yeah. So um, in the revival, Rory is just—we see her as just a terrible journalist. Um, and I was just thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, what happened to the girl who was on the Barack Obama presidential campaign? Yeah, like r- <laughs> report. What happened to her? <laughs> and um, here's where we see her like like privilege kicking in. It's when um she feels like she um, wants to needs to have like the like best reporter job but when she's offered a pretty decent job she actually turns them down because she she wants something better and um, another job that she was offered was um, when she will goes back to visit Chilton um, headmaster the headmaster offers her a teaching job and she felt like that was kind of beneath her and she wanted to do something better and actually be uh, on the work reporter. So she turns him down. um, And then uh, we find out that she actually did not get the job that she wanted. And when she, so she calls the other place, the other place that offered her a job. that she turned out back. Because um, they told her that she could call back. And um, she sets up an interview with them. And when she showed up, she has zero preparation going into the interview. Um, she didn't um, have anything prepared. And the interviewer was just sitting there like, oh, really? <laughs> so um, I think she just thought that she would have been handed the job and she she did, didn't expect that she actually had to do some work for this interview. <laughs> what did you guys think of
0: that? Uh, so frustrating. I feel like, Rory, you're at an interview. Of course they're going to ask you interview questions. Like, why are you so shocked by it? <laughs> uh, and the way she responded to um, when they, like, had called her afterwards and said, like, she didn't get the job. And she was just like, "Oh, I'd even want a job at this stupid company. You guys were my last resort," and she like throws her phone in the trash. I'm like, "Who are you? Like, <laughs> why?" Wow, yeah,
1: I know. And um, apparently, like the entire uh, revival, Rory was just like, r- like running around, like not not doing anything of probably that she wanted. That she actually was working toward, like when she was younger, she was just doing basically doing anything, like any journalist job. She got a job at the Stars Hollow Chronicle, I think was the last name.
2: That was low, like, <laughs> the lowest of the low.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't even a paid position either.
1: It wasn't. I don't think anyone no even read it. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was the one who like wanted to revive it from the dead and. <laughs> They were like, um, okay, if you want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then um, she wanted to, she got the idea from um, Jess to write a book. Yay, Jess.
0: Thank God. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then when she was telling Lorelei about her idea to write a book about their, both of their relationship, and Lorelai kind of um, doesn't give her permission because she doesn't want their life to be out there. Lorelai basically uh whines like a baby. <laughs> she just, she just like refused to take no for an answer and just acted like such a she was a mind you she's a thirty something year old woman at this point and she is acting like she's fifteen. <laughs> so um that was a little bit I was like, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so I don't know, I I really think Rory was literally like spoon fed every single thing in her in life and she never had to like really work hard. I mean of course she like worked hard and studied in school and everything, but she never had to work hard in life and every she was handed basically handed um everything. She expected to be handed everything and and when something goes wrong, she just refuses to like, you know, get up and brush brush herself off and try try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what were you guys' thoughts on that?
2: I feel like, yeah, I can. Put... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, um, Jana. I was just gonna say to Anisha's point, like, I feel like so many times, like, bad stuff has happened to her. At this point, I cannot believe that she's old and she still doesn't know how to like deal with it but that to me is just like shocking at that point point. and season or the revival it just doesn't feel like Omar more gross to me at all it pretty much just felt like a different mm-hmm. show um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree
0: um and it was interesting too because when the revival started like that first episode Um, I did think it was relatable of the writers to have Rory in a position where you know at the time she was unemployed and she was still like out there looking for a job because like you know millennials we do have to go through that you know that's what our generation has been going through and I did think that part was relatable but once she like started getting these job offers for like great things and she just like turned them down because she thought she was too good for them and she wanted something more um that's when I started getting really mad at her and also when she did actually try to like do some type of work like when she was interviewing people in line for the Star Wars movie and she just like fell asleep oh yeah like
1: like you're a professional what are you doing
0: Right, exactly. Like, it was, again, very out of character for her, of course. But also, it was just frustrating because it's, like, okay, you have a chance to prove yourself. Like, why are you being so unprofessional? Um, and she thinks she can just, like, skate by by doing these things. So it was, like, really frustrating mm-hmm. to see. And then she ended
1: up sleeping with a Wookiee.
0: hmm <laughs> Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then... Um... Coming towards the end of the revival, um, we find out that, you know, the final four words are, mom, yeah, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Big spoiler. So we find out that Rory is pregnant and, and, you know, they're kind of like paralleling Lorelai's life a little bit, her getting pregnant at a young age. Um, What did you guys think of those final four words? I thought it was, like, I I was pretty disappointed in the writers, to be honest. Like, Mm -hmm. I did not expect this out of the ending of Gilmore Girls, and I just expected a lot more.
2: Yeah, I didn't really appreciate. They were trying to make some sort of, like, full circle. Um, I was not happy with it. (laughs) They might as well have just, like, done that. If they wanted to do that, just, like, do it right in the beginning of, like, season one, and, like, start it out like that. Like, i just felt like it was just dumb and they they needed to like add some like i said even like other seasons like they're just trying to add something for drama um (laughs) it was like unnecessary for me but yeah i i was just disappointed and i hated that and i was like are you kidding me like what
0: yeah i think like Again, that whole thing, it was just too, too much. Like, the fact that, oh, it's exactly 16 years later, and Lorelai got pregnant when she was 16. And, wow, she got, you know, it it was very clear that, like, Logan was the father, because at the time, she was primarily sleeping with him. So, clearly, like, Logan is, like, Rory's Christopher, like Christopher was to Lorelai. So, it was, like, too much of, like, the writers trying to push this whole, like, full circle narrative on us. And I I can kind of see how the writers just wanted some type of loose end so that if there is, like, a second, like, season for the revival, they could pick up on it. But I was, I was really disappointed in that, too. And I was hoping for, like, a different ending um, where there was still, like, loose ends so that they can have a second season. But at the same time... Not in this way.
1: Exactly. I feel like Lorelai was working way too hard to like give her, give Rory like a completely different life from what she had, and for her to for the writers to go back and give Rory the same exact life that Lorelai had. I'm just like, no.
2: And um, honestly, right. it wouldn't be the same exact life either because like when Lorelai was pregnant, she was literally 16 years old in high school. Mm-hmm. But now Rory's like thirty something, and obviously she's gonna be able to like take care of a kid. Like Lorelai's situation and Rory's situation right now. Like I know they were trying to make a full circle out of it, but it's really not like this is a grown-up adult. Like yeah, she got pregnant, um, and yes, it was like Logan being her Christopher type of thing, but to me, it's not the same at all. And I don't know why the authors thought it was something that they can do I don't I don't know I was just very disappointed you guys can like tell from my voice (laughs)
0: yeah totally like I I was also really disappointed in that and yeah I think the only similarity would be like I well I don't know like how active like Logan would be in the baby's life or if Rory is even gonna tell Mm -hmm. Logan at that point like again there's some loose ends there but also the fact that like You know, at this point, Rory doesn't have a job. So in that way, she's kind of similar to, like, Lorelai at the time when she got pregnant. But, yeah, at the same time, Rory is 32 years old. So there is a a major difference right there. So it's not as, like, um, life-changing of an event as, like, if you were to have a baby at 16. Exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty
2: much all I have for... Um, my part. Oh all no, all, we're all disappointed. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, <really? laughs> yeah. And we'll definitely have like a separate episode digging into the revival and going through each character as well. Um, but yeah, any like overall last thoughts on Rory and how she's evolved as a character <laughs> now that we've really dissected
2: everything? Um, I would like to say to um, anyone that's listening we were really depressing in this episode while talking about her I promise the entire series is not like that you'll be like happy watching it um just like disappointed here and there in those disappointments like come and go like any other show. so (laughs) don't let (laughs) this affect your opinion of her
0: yeah, that's a really good disclaimer because, um, again, Rory's only one character in the show. There's still a lot of amazing characters in the show that they focus on. So even in some of the later seasons, there's still some bright moments there, um, even though I, I do feel like the show like declined over time, um, particularly when they change writers there's definitely still some great moments. So if you still need to see the whole season through or the whole series through, definitely hang in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Rory pretty much um, starts off being like a role model for a lot of people to being kind of a mess. Um, So yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up though. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, in our next episode, we'll be recapping season one, episode eight of Gilmore Girls. So stay tuned for that. Um, you can also check us out at our website. The link will be in the show notes. And you can find us at Gilmore Gals Pod on Instagram. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share this podcast with friends who enjoy Gilmore Girls. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.